Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls, citizens of all ages. Welcome into the Power Hour. It is exactly 8 o'clock. Doesn't happen often, but when it do, it gets me excited. That used to get radio people excited. Like when they would, when they could time out back in the day, you, you would time out your hour with your music, commercials, your talk, everything, and then hit the top of the hour. Exactly at the top of the hour, do those old school radio people would get excited. You thought they won the lottery. What, dude, what happened, man? You won something? Oh, dude, it hit the top of the hour. Oh, okay. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. Uh, let me know when something exciting happens. I'll, I'll, I'll be back to congratulate you. <laughs> Gotta say thank you to Mendez's Seafood Bar and Grill. They are the official restaurant of the morning show. Youngsville location on Shimametary. Lafayette location on Doucet. Maybe you want to check them out for lunch today, dinner tonight. I suggest you do so. Grab me that appetizer, man. Get the pulled pork nachos. And it's it's not made with tortilla chips. It's made with Jeff's thinly sliced potato chips. So it's the potato chips, the coleslaw, the pulled pork, some barbecue sauce on that thing. Dude, forget about it. So good. And then I'll be there at the Youngsville location on Saturday. For the Youngsville Mardi Gras Parade. DJing it up a little bit. Enjoying that parade. But Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. Online at mandezesgrill.com. And I got to say thank you to my guy Big Hick. Over at Acadiana Tire. 214 West Canal Street. My hometown of Church Point. Where I'm coming to you right now live from. Everybody wants to broadcast their show from the big city, dude. Like you want to come to the studio and do your show? Mm Mm-mm. Staying, I'm um, staying in uh, Church Point. So I'm, I'm, I'm in my little studio right now, dude. I'm office, coming to you live, dude. I told you, I'm a man of the people. I don't need, I don't need anything fancy. Hmm? I don't need anything fancy. Just give me a little microphone. I'll be okay. <laughs> but go and see Big Hick today. Need some tires? Tires are getting slick. Go and see Big Hick. He got all the major brands. If you need something for your truck, you need something for your old lady's SUV. Maybe the trailer busted on your tire yesterday, dude. Made you mad. Like, damn it, dude, again? Go and see Big Hick. I don't know. Maybe you can even get, like, golf cart tires. I don't know if he can, but it's worth looking at. It's worth calling. Golf cart tires, all those little things you need. Maybe one for your wheelbarrow, something like that. He, he might be able to help you. Or maybe your wheelbarrow tire, it busted. It popped. Like, I don't know what to do, man. Bring it to Big Hick, dude. He's going to get somebody to patch it for you. Shake your hand. You're going to leave with a smile. And Katie and a tire. 803. Just getting into this power hour thing. Hang on. I need, I need a, another little sip of coffee. Hey, Brent uh, and Steven, good morning. They checked in on the Facebook Live. Remember, we got the Facebook Live. You want to see me inside my studio? We got the live video feed on our Planet Radio Facebook page, my Chris Logan Facebook page. I think it went live on my Chris Logan Instagram and Twitter today. Uh, Maybe went live on our Planet Radio YouTube account. Hey, Craig, good morning. The Bead King. We're going to be talking more about Bead Busters and Beads Galore and more coming up later in the show. Another one of the sponsors of the morning show. Along with Bougie Baloney. But look, if you're watching on Facebook this morning, share. And I appreciate that. I told you. You might find a thank you card in the mail with like 25, maybe a quarter, 30 cents taped to that bad boy, just saying, hey, thanks for the share, dog. It might happen. Maybe I see you around. I might buy you a little water. Maybe I'll buy you a drink. Craig says, I see that bobblehead and seasoning. Yes, you do. That's uh, in, the, in, the, in the back of me, in the back of my head. I got a shelf here that you can see whenever I'm on camera. Do you still have a landline? That is our question of the day. And I asked that question this morning because officially landlines will be going away. Landlines across the U.S. will be phased out in the coming years as phone companies switch to a new infrastructure that does not support them. Hey, Jenny, good morning. And this says only 5% of landlines will remain by 2030. So my question to you was, do you still have a landline? I do not. I have a landline here at the office, but I don't have one at home anymore. And a lot of you 
said no, which I, I figured you would. Wendy says no. Blake says yeah, but I never use it. Angel was also somebody that said yeah, because she said you never know. Hey, look, you always got to... You always got to play it on the safe side, huh? Anna says, no, but I wish I did. Talia says her dad still has one. And you might have that, dude. Maybe your mama, papa, somebody still probably got one. But I like Jeffrey's answer. Jeffrey said, I do actually use the number when signing up for stuff and never answer it. So that opened up a whole nother world thinking like, oh, dude, wait. Yeah, it's pretty smart. You have that extra number. And you give it to them, and you just don't answer it. Do you have that email where you send all your junk to? I don't check this 2024 at gmail.com. Wait, what is what is it again? I don't check this 2024 at gmail.com. Phil has an interesting answer on the Facebook Live. He says, he used to make you bundle it to get a better deal. Absolutely. And that's why I have a, a, a landline at the office. Because it was a bundle with the with the phone, the internet, all that stuff. You you bundle it, and you get a better deal. But now, uh, like officially, that technology will be gone. Carl says I don't, but my mom does, and still has the same number from 1971. That's another thing. Do you remember your childhood phone number? <laughs> I remember mine. I'm not going to give it out because my parents still have it. I think my dad uses it for his business. And when you did have a, a landline back in the day, where was it? Was it in the living room? Did y'all have that one hanging in the kitchen with that 40-foot cord? Was it hanging in the, in maybe in the hallway? Did you have the mounted landline, or did you just have the one that, that was you know, maybe on an end table? If you had a phone in your room, you were lucky. If you had a cordless phone, you were lucky. If not, you had to go into all your conversations in front of everybody. Wanted to talk to a little girl. Maybe you want to talk to a little boy. Whatever it was, you had to do that in front of everybody while your mama was cooking uh, supper. You know, you're trying to get all suave and stuff, and then and there's your mama, dude, frying some chicken. You're trying to talk to some girl. <laughs> Kids today don't know the struggles we had. <laughs> But that question of the day is on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page and my Chris Logan Facebook page if you want to answer. Or you can text in 337-227-0365. Brent says, I do. My parents still have it. You still have a landline. Also, country superstar Toby Keith passed away. You may have seen that. I saw a couple notifications come through this morning. He was battling stomach cancer. Old Toby. Passed away at the age of 62. Too young. Too many of us battling all that stuff, man. Too many of us battling all that stuff. Also, I saw this story. A pedestrian killed in an accident on Ambassador DeCaffrey. You saw that? That was one of the top stories on KLFY.com. This was from last night, but it said, LPD said they're currently on the scene of a vehicle accident involving a pedestrian, the 3600 block of Ambassador Caffrey. Officials said a preliminary investigation revealed that a vehicle hit a pedestrian in the roadway of Ambassador. And there was a picture on one of the websites, which I, I don't know if I like those pictures sometimes. You know, you see those pictures of a vehicle or this, that, the other, dude. Stop, stop. You, know, you don't have to do that. You can stop that. I mean, I don't want to see the shopping cart in the middle of the road. But it looked like this person was trying to cross. I mean, it looked like a, a Home Depot shopping cart. Not sure where this person was going. Also, the story said traffic investigators are actively investigating the incidents that led up to the accident. And updates will be provided once more information is available. Also, this is pretty good, too. By the way, it's 8.09. If you're not sure what time it is, if you're not sure what station you're listening to, it's Planet Radio 106.7. If you're not sure who I am, my name's Chris Logan. If you're driving around and you don't have the temp on your dashboard, it's 44 degrees. Bill says, I had my own landline as a kid. 
That was another thing, too, dude. Maybe you were gronky lot whenever uh, you were a kid. You had your own phone line. That happened. And remember, if if you were really, really gronky lot, remember the phone books back in the day? And then it was such and such, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, John Cormier. And it was like 337-981-1111. And then children's phone underneath that, 337-981-2121. You had your own little listing in the phone book. Hmm? Maybe you had your own phone in the room. Might have been the same line, but your own phone. You know, that was, uh, that was you, were, you were poo-pooing in high cotton if, if, that was, if that was you too back in the day. A lot of households, late 70s, early 80s, had one phone. But also saw this. This is, this is pretty good news. Louisiana Governor Jeff Landry made several announcements regarding the oil and gas industries yesterday. It was part of his keynote speech at the Louisiana Mid-Continent Oil and Gas Annual Meeting. He first announced that he was signed a proclamation in support of the oil and gas industry. And he said he would sign an executive order to expedite permitting or sorry, permitting processes that may cause holdups. He said there would be a dashboard to see permitting processes in real time. So these oil and gas companies can see what's going on with, with their permits and, and where they are, I guess, in what point of the process. Also, Governor Landry also announced that a $100 million bond allocation would be made for Chevron's Geismer Renewable Diesel Plant expansion project that's a multi-million dollar project and expected to bring 90 new permanent jobs and 1500 temporary jobs that was yesterday old governor huh old governor landry boy he's getting to work already also wanted to share this with you 10 phrases that only southerners use We're in the South, like, but this may be a little more country than it is, let's say, Cajun. But let's see if you recognize, if we recognize any of these, because I didn't look at all of them. And I tell you that a lot. The stories that we talk about here inside the Power Hour, they may be good, they may be bad, they may be grand slams, they may be bunts, it might be strikeouts. But if the headline and the first couple lines look good to me, I'm going to put it in my notes. So let's see. What are some common phrases only Southerners use? And I don't think these are in any particular order. But there's this one, fixing to. Absolutely. Hey, dude, what you doing? Well, I was fixing to go cut the grass, and then I was going to weed eat, maybe round up the ditches. Uh, Then I was going to go in for supper. Why, what you got? I wanted to see if you wanted to come to me, uh, come with me to the bar. I was going to get a couple cold beers. Yeah, dude, I'm coming. I'm, 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 I'll cut the grass tomorrow. Just give me a little chance. I'm, I'm fixing to change my, uh, I'm, I'm going to change my pants. I'm going to leave my cutoff shirt on, though. And I'm going to go in my Crocs. I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable. Because you know you got, y'all, we all have that, that cutting the grass clothes, right? We all have it. What about this one, boy? This is another one, too. And you, my mom, maybe your mom and them, they said this a lot whenever they were on the phone. And maybe you did too. Let me let you go. I got some biscuits in the oven. Let me let you go. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> That's another one. Uh, this one I haven't heard of. A hill of beans? That must be some redneck stuff right there. That ain't worth a hill of beans. Okay? Plum. Kind of like you. You plum forgot. I'm plum tuckered out. That's another one, too. That one there is a little redneck. Give me some sugar. That means my mom wants a kiss. Another one is, I tell you what. Because if you hear a Southerner say it, you're about to get their opinion, whether you ask for it or not. I tell you what, dude, that damn President Biden. You know, you get that all the time. Well, I, I tell you what. The Melody Tigers, dude, that coach ain't worth a... This one, uh, this one's probably a little country, a little redneck. A rooster one day and a feather duster the next. Never heard of that. I've heard fits like a sock on a rooster. You ever heard that? What about this one? Can't never could. 
Translation, quit your whining and be more positive. Hissy fit, yep. Damn kids had them hissy fits. And this one, if the creek don't rise, it means you plan on being there unless something crazy happens. What about, what's another one? Like, as the crow flies, that's another one too. Is that a, a southern thing? And then this one, this one's a, a Cajun thing. Get down. Oh, yeah, I'm coming, dude. I, I'm going to get down for a little while. Don't worry about it. What you going to do, dude? You going to dance? No, no, no. I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get out the vehicle and I'm going to walk in your house. I'm going to get down. Well, we live in the greatest place on earth, don't we? So awesome. 8.15, it is the Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. Super Bowl is this weekend. You plan on watching it? I saw this, the best and worst cities for football fans. Where do you think New Orleans falls? And this is for football fans, not getting your vehicle broken into while you're at the game. That, we, we would be number one. This is, this is just where the best and worst cities for football, not, not break-ins during the game, not break-ins during the first quarter. New Orleans would be on the top of the list for that. Number one, Pittsburgh. Number two, Dallas. Number three, Green Bay. Number four, Los Angeles. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that, dude, because Los Angeles, they get teams, they lose teams. They get teams, they lose teams. I, I really don't think they care too much about football. Number five, Boston, Massachusetts for the Patriots. Number six, New York. Number seven, Miami. Number eight, New Orleans. Number nine is San Francisco. And number 10 is Kansas City. But I thought that was pretty cool that New Orleans was in the top 10. Best cities for football. And last on the list, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Cool. I guess it doesn't really have to do uh, specifically for NFL. It could be for anything. What are you planning on eating this Sunday for the Super Bowl? Got a little rice and gravy plan. You're making a jambalaya. You're making a pasta laya. You're just getting some wings. Maybe ordering some pizza. A little chip and dip. Now, what is America's favorite Super Bowl food? It's not wings. According to this survey from Bid on Equipment, it's meatballs. Dude, not, meatballs are good, too. You know, that used to be the staple of a wedding reception back in the day. Today, not so much. Today, you know, catering got a little bougie, and, and, and that's okay. That's fine. But, but you know, back in the day, you don't see that that classic wedding reception spread too much anymore, right? You don't see the meatballs in the, in the, um, you know, in the, uh, not, not the gravy. What, what is it? Like the meatballs in the, uh, in the sauce. You don't see that too much. Boy, if you really went to a Cajun wedding, it might not have been meatballs. You might've fried down some sausage and then put that into the, uh, the sauce. I, I mean, that was legit though. That was good. You probably had some little chicken salad sandwiches. Maybe your tatant made the chicken salad, and she decided to make it for you. Might have had the crust on. Might have had the crust off. There's another tatant that made a shrimp mold. That was on some kind of little crystal plate. They had some crackers around that. Might have had a vegetable tray, too. Very simple back in the day. Maybe you know not cooked a jambalaya, something like that. You might have had that at the end of the table. And then you had that old aunt that made that special punch, right? That punch, it might have had uh, maybe some Sprite, some pineapple juice, maybe a little orange juice, some ginger ale. There might have been some kind of little mixture. That punch was at the end on a punch bowl that you rented from uh, maybe Lafayette Rental. That was the finest thing that you had on your little wedding reception table. <laughs> Boy, wedding, re wedding receptions were legit back in the day, dude. Now it's good. Now there's a lot of catering. But back in the day, dude, a lot of those receptions, your family got together and you all made something. Now nobody wants to deal with that. Now there's a lot of venues, dude. You show up and you leave. A lot of people want that. You show up, you leave. Ain't nobody want to make no chicken salad sandwiches and cut the crust off anymore. I want to show up. I want to have a good time. Then I want to go. That's why all these venues are coming up. 
All right, way off topic than what I wanted to start talking about. But but the number one Super Bowl food, it, 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 meatballs. But, dude, when was the last time you had some good meatballs in a, in a sauce? It was probably at a wedding reception, maybe in the 80s or 90s. Maybe it's making a comeback. Meatballs take the number one spot in a recent survey, followed by guacamole, chips and salsa, tater tots, chili, and wings, top Super Bowl food. Also in there, hummus, nachos, pigs in a blanket, and spinach and artichoke dip. Yep. Mikey says wings I thought would be number one. Me too, dude. But it's not. That's uh, more middle of the list. Meatballs. So don't be haunt, dude. If you are, maybe you're invited to a Super Bowl party. You're not sure what to bring? Knock down some meatballs. It'd be, it'd be the, the hit of the party. You can probably get a big bag at Sam's. You can Google some kind of meatball sauce. Might have some barbecue sauce, maybe a little jelly. They're all mixed together. Dude, you throw those meatballs in there with some toothpicks. And look, if you want to be real fancy, don't get the regular toothpicks. Get those colored toothpicks. Huh? Remember those? Tim Metcalf on the Facebook Live says pizza. Dude, why not? Pizza. Dino's pizza. <laughs> Got to get that. Appreciate you commenting, Tim. But Super Bowl Sunday, man, it's coming up. And also this too, real quick. A recent survey asked people why they attend Super Bowl parties year after year. And this is something that we've talked <laughs> I'm sorry. I love having the Facebook Live going on while we're doing the show because there are comments in there, and Jenny made me laugh out loud. As you heard, if you're listening to the radio, she put swords. Remember that back in the day? They had the little toothpicks, but they had the little swords. Damn it. If you, if you go into a Super Bowl party... Bring some meatballs, because that's the new trending thing, and try to find those little sword toothpicks. There you go. Thank you, Jenny. Appreciate it. Ian says he loves, loves wings. All right, let's get back to this. Let's get back to Super Bowl parties. But a lot of people go, and they don't even want to watch the game. The majority, 56% of people say they look forward to Super Bowl parties because of the food. With just being social and attending a party, second, less than half agree the actual game itself is their main interest. Others say they attend Super Bowl parties to get in some family time or just check out the latest commercials. And then the commercials these days, you can see them beforehand. It's not like back in the day where you had to watch the Super Bowl to see the commercials. Now you see them on the morning news. YouTube got that. Social media got it. Phil says in the comments, wish I could take the day off uh, after the Super Bowl, but can't because I took off for Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's another thing, too. A lot of people say the day after the Super Bowl should be a day off. I don't agree with that. Go ahead. You can bash me. But, I mean, I don't agree with that. But but I, I, I get it. The good thing, though, is maybe you do have a day off, a day or two off, because Monday's Mardi Gras Eve and Tuesday's Mardi Gras Day. Maybe you worked it. We've talked about that before. Strategically working your days off to the best of your ability. <laughs> so we'll see. But most people want to go just to hang out. They don't want to watch the game. So it's 823. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with the second half of the power hour. Hurricanes are becoming stronger. Due to the climate crisis, they say. And there's a new study suggesting that we should add another level. Also, is it good to be fat and happy? Boeing has an answer why the pieces of their planes are falling off. Words that people don't like seeing on a menu. Burger King wants to give you a million dollars. And if Elon Musk approached you and said, hey, man, I want to put one of my new computer chips in your brain. What would you tell Elon? You tell him yes or you tell him no? And also this uh-uh story. Kids toppled a porta potty while a senior citizen was using it. That's, that's a fighting situation there, dude. And we'll talk more about it. Coming up, we'll be back in a few. Planet Radio 106.7.
So welcome back to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Still got to say thank you to a couple of our morning show sponsors. And that's Bead Busters and Float Rentals on Bonan, Youngsville. And also Beads Galore and More on Cameron Street in Scott. Two stores are better than one for the Bead King. Got to go and see the Bead King. Either location will work. If you're closer to Youngsville, you're closer to Scott. He has some great inventory, too. He got some great stuff in there. A lot of different things. Look, like, and look, I know most of the balls are over, but maybe you got a ball. Like, he has the, the uh, tiaras or the crowns and the goblets. He has all that stuff. He has the traditional Mardi Gras costumes. He got the stuffed animals. He got the trinkets. He got all the beads. He got the bags of beads. He got those uh, fancy beads hanging on the wall. So maybe you want something different. You want to walk around the parade route with, with a couple cool beads. You don't want to worry about catching anything. Go and just buy you a couple. Or maybe you need to fill up that float. Maybe you need tons and tons of beads. You've been putting it off. Go and see the Bead King. He's going to wave his magic wand, and he's going to get you hooked up for Mardi Gras. Also, we got to say thank you to Bougie Baloney, the official baloney of the morning show. How many morning shows you know have, have an official baloney? Not many. Bougie man bourgeois, dude. He is getting it done with 100% butthole-free baloney. And he's expanding. And look, Bougie man's going to be here tomorrow. He's going to be hanging out again on the Power Hour. Because we talked about Bougie baloney being at Rodisburger on Congress. Now that's at both locations. He's at Karchner's. He's at Fresh Pickens. He got a couple other tricks under his sleeve that he didn't quite, you know, didn't quite finalize the deal, but he's very, very excited about it. But 2024, it's the bougie man's year. It's the year of 100% butthole-free baloney. It's time to get bougie, baby. It's 2024. You've been putting it off. Check out bougiebaloney.com because also now shipping nationwide. Huh? Wait till we go worldwide with that. What are you talking about, butthole baloney? You don't know about it? You better ask somebody. Better ask Bougie Man Bourgeois. Also, I saw this this morning. Hurricanes are becoming so strong due to the climate crisis, they say, that a new study suggests we should have a new level of a storm. And that's Category 6. Wasn't there a band Category 6? Didn't Todd O'Neill do a Category 6? It was like a spinoff of the Chiwis, maybe? I think so. But scientists are now proposing the new Category 6 rating to classify mega-hurricanes, which are becoming more likely due to the climate crisis. So hurricanes are becoming so strong due to the weather-creating machines, I'm sorry, due to the climate crisis, that the classifications of them should be expanded to include Category 6. Over the past decade, five storms would have been classed at this new Category 6 strength, according to researchers, which would include all hurricanes with sustained winds of 192 miles per hour or more. They say such mega-hurricanes are becoming more likely due to global heating and due to the warming of the oceans and the atmosphere. Oh, they not scared enough? Let's get one more category. Category 6. Also, this bra, you knew that? Fat and happy, is that a thing? Losing weight may make you healthier, but it won't make you happier. Come sit on Papa's lap. Let's, let's read this story. Huh? Let me read this story to y'all. Maybe you're struggling with it right now, and that's okay. Maybe you want to jump on the carnivore diet. Maybe you want to do keto. But man, that, them links of boudin is just so good. Right? That rice and gravy every night so good. And think about it, dude. Like, do I want to struggle or do I just want to be happy? Come here. Let's talk about this. Researchers in Munich followed over 3,000 people over a seven-year period. They found that women that put on weight were happier than women who lost weight. Well, what about the dudes, man? I thought, we had, I thought we had to be inclusive in this. What about the fellas? Do we not matter? 
Why are the thinner people happy? Here's a reason, according to psychologists. They say it's simple. Dieting is torture. Torture. That's a tough word to use, right? Are you torturing yourself? Maybe you live a healthy lifestyle. If you do, that's cool. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking that. Maybe you like them gratons and you like rice and gravy every night. And then maybe at 10 o'clock when you kick your feet up on the recliner to watch Jim and Marcel on the on News 15, you like having a little Debbie. And maybe a cold glass of milk. It's late. You're not supposed to eat after 8. But damn it, you work 10 hours a day. If you want to kick your feet up at 10 o'clock, watch Jim and Marcel, have a little Debbie or two. With some milk or some chocolate milk, that's you, bro. Live that life. We only here for a little while. <laughs> if, if hitting that, if doing a line of Oreos, if doing a line... Makes you happy, dude? Do that line. You know, but maybe go run the next day. Maybe try to find, uh, maybe try to find a little balance. Dude, I did a line last night. What? Dude, I didn't realize you were on drugs. No, dude, I did a line of Oreos. I was watching the news, man. It just, it just hit me. Went to the cabinet. Before you know it, the whole line was gone. Had a couple glasses of milk. I slept good. Maybe I'm going to have to go take a walk around the block today. Also, this, the Boeing 737 MAX planes, that's the ones that are falling apart mid-flight. <laughs> they, they think they found the issue. There's some holes that are not matching up. A new problem has been found during the production of the 737 MAX jets. It will force Boeing to rework about 50 planes that have not yet been delivered. What about the ones that's been delivered, though, dog? The problem was disclosed in a memo sent to Boeing employees Sunday by Stan Deal, the head of the company's commercial aircraft unit. An employee at Boeing Supply Sprint Aerosystems, which makes the fuselage of the 737 MAX jets, notified the plane maker that two holes may have not been drilled exactly to Boeing's requirements. And that... Is probably the issue. Like the issue why that, that part of the plane flew off mid-flight. I'd have died right there, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I think I would have died right there. They say, quote, while this potential condition is not an immediate flight safety issue, huh, really, all 737s cannot continue operating safely. We currently believe we will have to perform rework on about 50 undelivered airplanes. Imagine being that dude at the plant where it's not matching up. Dude, these holes are not matching up. I, I can't get it. I, I tried my cheetah pipe. Dude, I tried my come along, and, and nothing wants to make these, these holes match up. I, I can't get the impact wrench to screw it down. Supervisor looking at it like, dude, do, do the best you can. I'm trying, boss. These holes ain't matching up. Yes, I know. They have to be matching up. Do your job. And dude's like, screw it, man. They ain't matching up. Ain't nobody going to know. Poof, whole side of the plane falls off. Some holes ain't matching up. <laughs> we found the issue, y'all. couple holes ain't matching up. Don't worry, though. We're, we're going to fix it. 837, it is the Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. Check this out. This is a bro, you knew that. When it comes to reading a menu, certain words rub people the wrong way. So restaurants are removing those words from their menu. What are some of the objectionable words? Moist. Encrusted. Gush. Floppy. <laughs> smeared. And also rimming. Some words that are getting taken off of menus. <laughs> Let me get that margarita, dude, on the rocks. And I want you to rim that glass so good. <laughs> I want you to rim it with the best salt you got. I need a, I need a good rimming. All right, I had a tough day. 
I've been looking forward to this margarita. You better rim that glass as best as you can. Huh? And there's a tip in for you if you can do that for you. Appreciate that, little lady. <laughs> moist. Nice moist cake for dessert. Encrusted. Encrusted's not too bad. You know, I like a good encrusted maybe, you know, a uh, uh, piece of fish. That's good. Smeared. Yeah, that's kind of disgusting. That's a couple words coming off of menus. <laughs> Burger King will give you a million dollars if you can come up with a Whopper innovation. Burger King, come on, dude. Why you want to change the Whopper, man? Leave that as it is. That's the only good thing you got going for you. In my opinion, ain't nothing like a good Whopper. And there's nothing like a good homemade burger. But, dude, there's nothing like a good Whopper, though. If you get it on a good day. See what this million's about. You're looking for somebody who can come up with the next great Whopper innovation. How about you just make it fresh? There you go. Give me a million dollars. Don't give me no stale bread. Make that thing look as pretty as you have it in the picture. And there you go. Whopper innovation, man. Give me what the picture looks like. They want you to submit ideas for toppings that are better than the 200,000 combos that they already have. You go to Royal Perks, which is through their app. Oh, wait. So you need one of their Royal Perks accounts so you can submit through their app or at bk.com slash mdw. They didn't list many rules, although your submission can only have eight toppings max. You cannot change the bun or the patty, and those do not count towards the eight. You can't use any allergens. Like peanuts. You can only pick edible food items. You can send up to three entries. The deadline is March 17th. I might get in on that, dude. Lettuce, tomato. Pickles, onions. Ketchup and a little bit of mayonnaise. And make it how it's supposed to be made. There you go. Huh? That's what I want. Just make it how it's supposed to be made. One million dollars. Thank you. Would you let Elon Musk put a little brain chip in your brain? Elon Musk recently announced that research involving integrating computer chips with the human brain is moving forward. He's been talking about that for a while. If the technology moved past the experimental stage and is commercially sold, only 8% of people would consider getting a computer chip implanted in their brain. 82% probably or definitely would not, and 10% were undecided. How does that go down, dude? That's open brain surgery. How do, how do they do that? Is that invasive? Is that an invasive procedure? How does that happen? How much money are you paying me? I mean, I don't care how much money you pay me. I don't think I'd put a, a chip in my brain. I think I'd be part of that percent. I was like, nah, Elon, I'm okay, man. I'm all right, dude. Let's just let's just make X better. And what about this uh-uh story? Now it takes a lot to make me upset. Sometimes if like if I'm if I'm past that point, dude, we we all have that line, right? I think we all do. And if you don't, good for you. But we all have that line. Like, you know, you're okay, you're going with it, whatever, okay, you can you can joke, whatever, whatever it is. We all got that line where if you cross that line, dude, you're not going to like what's on the other side. And this is one of the, this is one of the things that, that it's, it's crossing the line. And I like jokes, I like pranks, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with all that. What if you're in a porta potty and somebody flipped it over? Is that crossing the line? Now, what about topping over a porta potty, portalette, whatever you know you call it, the John? If somebody flipped it over while you were in it, what would happen? Some kids toppled over a porta potty with a sixty-five-year-old guy in it, dude. 
His name is Stefano Chieto. My guy was on his daily walk through a park in Denver last Thursday, and he needed to use the restroom. He spotted a porta potty, and it was a big one made by a company called Honey Bucket. Great name for a porta potty, huh? He went inside to handle his business, then before he finished up, he felt the porta potty start moving and thought workers were picking it up to empty it. But sadly, wasn't the case for Mr. Stefano. It was actually some teenagers who thought it would be fun to tip it over while he was inside. Unfortunately, they succeeded. You can only imagine how, how gross that would have been, right? Dude, uh-uh. Nope, that, that's crossing the line. My guy also hurt his back in the fall, dude, but he said he's feeling better. A man and his son saw it happen, helped him get out, and they were the ones that said the teenagers did it. The kids could potentially face charges, but they were long gone by the time police got there, and it doesn't sound like they have any leads. And it happened in Denver, Colorado, so even if they caught him, they probably wouldn't charge them with anything. Poor dude was just walking, dude, going along with his little retired life. Happy, right? Just happy and walking. Dude, I'm glad I retired from that damn job. Now I get to walk around the park, get to have a good day, get to wake up when I want. I need to use the bathroom. Found that little honey pot or whatever they, whatever they called it. Go in there. Some dumb little kids flip them over, dude. Uh-uh. Nope. Definitely uh-uh. That's, that's, that's where you draw the line. No way. What about this? Is your phone listening to you? Do you think that your phone is listening to you? I know most of us probably would say yes to that, correct? Because I would even say yes to that. There's something, what were, what were we talking about the other day? Oh, we we're talking about Carrie Underwood and Disturbed, correct? Remember that? When I said that Disturbed had invited Carrie Underwood to sing with him in Nashville, but then Carrie was, I think, on tour. She had another show somewhere. I forgot what it was. And she said, oh, we'll do it at some point. What did I start getting on TikTok, dude? I started getting some Carrie Underwood videos. I got some Carrie Underwood videos on Facebook as well. Saw a couple of videos speaking of TikTok. And it was a, a Navy SEAL doing an interview. Now, he said that your phone can't listen to you even if it's turned off. And it has everything to do with the, uh, the chip that's in it. Now, that's just him. I'm not saying it was true. Not saying it was not true. But do you think your phone's listening to you? This from Gizmodo says no. Now, I do know that if you search for things, and if you search for a lot of different things, even on different websites, all that data is connected, dude. That is a big thing these days. They don't tell you that, but it is. They try to capture your data every day. They might not know your name specifically, but they know that you're going to look for those shoes. Maybe you're looking for some new hey dudes. And then you get a couple ads because you've been searching for it. And you get a couple ads with them, hey boss. And you don't, you know, you don't really want the hey boss. They're cheaper than the hey dudes. And you might not want to pay $40, $50, $60. Or you're getting a couple ads for them, hey boss. Those might cost $19.99 free shipping. You, know, you start searching for things, then they know. Boom. They got you. Here come the ads. And that, I mean, and that's legit. Hey, no cap there, dog. That's a thing. But this story from Gizmodo says the myth that your phone's microphone is constantly on and listening to your conversations and selling that data to advertisers is just not true. They tested Facebook, Instagram, and over 17,000 other apps, and the researchers found zero instances of an app unexpectedly activating your microphone. Now, yesterday, full transparency, me and a buddy of mine were on the phone. We were talking about a couple different things, and he goes, dude, you need an assistant. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't have the funds right now to get an assistant. 
Like I don't have, he said, why don't you look into getting like one of those virtual assistants? You can get, you can hire people to do it. They're not in your office, but, but they handle tasks for you. I'm like, oh, dude, that could be something that maybe I could look at. And so I said, I wonder if they have that on Fiverr. So I went to Fiverr and I put in a virtual assistant and a couple things came up while we were on the phone. Guess what kind of ads I started getting last night on my, on my social media, virtual assistant ads. So was it listening on the conversation or was my search on Fiverr tied into data? Captured. Those terms and conditions do that you got to check? Gotcha. That new TV that you just got? Maybe you got a new one for the Super Bowl. You had to go through the thing, terms and conditions? Gotcha. App? That new app? Well, gotcha. Actually, it might be a little different now if you have an iPhone. Maybe on the Android, too, they give you uh, the option, ask app not to track. They have to ask you that now because before that, the app was tracking you, and you had to go in and know how to turn that off. And then there was a lawsuit against that, and then now the app has to ask you, do you want me to track you or not? But that is big business. Big, big business. And what do you think about this? By the way, it's 849. In case you need the time, 47 degrees. I'm Chris Logan. You're listening to Planet Radio 106.7. The ways of women. huh? Ladies, check this out. Fellas, check this out too. It's after 8 o'clock. I think I, think I can talk about this. According to a recent survey, 25% of women admit to using, you know what, as a bargaining tool to get their guys to do chores or even buy them something. Hmm? What do you think about that? According to a recent survey, 25% of women admit to using, you know what, as a bargaining tool to get their guys to do chores or buy them something. You believe that? You're in that 25%? Ladies? 25% said, yeah, but that, that's probably higher than that. The other ladies who took the survey was just haunt. They didn't want to, they didn't want to say anything. Oh, I don't, I don't do none of that. And what about this too? Another little something-something for the ladies. Ladies, how do you feel in, you know, and, and, and dudes too, but I really, I, I don't think that we care too much. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But I know ladies are kind of like this, okay? This is from parents. It says, moms are not as friendly with each other as you may think. The survey finds that nearly three out of four mothers are not that thrilled about the moms that their kids are friends with. So the moms of your kids' friends, not that thrilled about them. 11% of mothers say they just put up with them for their kids' sake. Oh, my God. Veronica is here. Hey, Veronica. How you doing, girl? You all right? How's work? Yep. It's good. How's little Oliver? He's doing better in English. I heard he wasn't doing too good. Oh, yeah, girl. He's all right. I got him that tutor. He's good now. And also 35% of moms think that making small talk with other moms, get this. Is more painful than getting a bikini wax, huh? 35% of moms say that making small talk with other moms is more painful than getting a bikini wax. Ladies, you've been in that mom group before. You like it, you don't like it. You know, maybe you play in quote unquote travel ball. <laughs> I don't want to upset any travel ball people. Hashtag been there, done that. I, I don't want to upset anybody. Travel balling. What you doing, bro? We playing travel ball. Where y'all play? Scott, Youngsville. Sometimes we play in Broussard. 
Hashtag travel ball. But getting back to this, moms don't like making small talk with other moms. You in that circle? Maybe you're waiting for the game to start, making that weird, you know, that weird conversation with people you don't know. Y'all claim y'all baseball moms. Y'all got the cups. You know, you got you got the flip-flops to go with it. It's a baseball mom on it. Y'all all got the same shirts. But you know, y'all, y'all all don't like each other. You're just doing it for the sake of the team. You got to make that small talk. Oh, girl, got to go back to work tomorrow. Been playing all weekend. I don't feel like going, oh, yeah, girl, I took the day off. There's other mom that don't feel like talking with the others. Just kind of rolling her eyes. Not to where they can see, though. She just looked away. All right, I'm, I'm going to go get Oliver some uh, Gatorade. I'll be right back. Just because she wanted to get out the conversation. <laughs> but moms are not as friendly with each other as you may think. Get in that small circle. 11% say they're just putting it up for the kids' sake. 35% say they're making small talk with other moms is more painful than getting a, a bikini wax. It is 845. We're coming to the end of the Power Hour. Again, thank you to the sponsors of the morning show. Jeff and Renee over at Mendez's, the official restaurant of the morning show. My man, Big Hick and the crew over at Acadiana Tire, 214 West Canal Street in Church Point. My guy, the Bead King, Craig Spadoni, two stores are better than one. The official Mardi Gras store, Bead Busters and Float Rentals in Youngsville on Bonan, Beads Galore and more on Cameron Street and Scott. And also thanks to the official baloney of the morning show, and that's Bougie Baloney. BougieBaloney.com. Follow them on social media tomorrow. Bougie Man Bourgeois will be here hanging out inside the show. And he told me that uh, last time he was here, he brought a torch. And he torched up some spicy baloney. And he was, uh, he was doing that here inside the studio. He told me that he got a little griddle. So he said tomorrow that he's making us some bologna sandwiches with some chips on it. We're going old school tomorrow inside of the show. Bougie man, you're welcome to come, dude. I just want, I want that spicy jalapeno bologna. That's what I want. Or just plain lays on it. And that good Evangeline made bread. Paper plate, napkin, doesn't matter, dude. I'm not, I'm not that bougie. But we're coming back with the final hour of the show. Can you get back to more 90s and 2000s rock? Pearl Jam's Black coming up. Lifehouse. Fur Pipe. Also got some 12 Stones. We also have Beck. We have Alice in Chains. We have Incubus all coming up next hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Stay close.